Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. It's time for Rolling with Nolan on Drive Time Sports with Coach Nolan Richardson. Brought to you by Slim Chickens. There's lots of places to get chicken, but there's only one Slim's. Serving Central Arkansas and now open in Cabot and Jacksonville. Well, Coach, I know you had the final four teams picked to perfection, did you not? Absolutely. Absolutely. I absolutely did not have them picked. <laughs> Maybe Monday morning, right? <laughs> I think we're all better quarterbacks and players on Mondays after the, you know, yeah. we, we know everything. Wow. You're exactly right. By the way, Coach, before we get started, I need to tell you, after I called you today, Randy said, nope, Slim Chickens has two more weeks of Nolan Richardson, so we get you this week and next week if you'll be with us again next Wednesday. So, great. That, great. That'll, be, that, that, that'll be great. I get to hear you guys a little bit more. And, and <laughs> well, I, I get to learn a lot more. <laughs> no, here, we, we get to we get to hear how you think the final four will turn out, and then we get to hear whether you were right or wrong. How's that? You're right, though. Has this been the craziest NCAA tournament ever? Well, you know what? It didn't surprise me, Rick, because of what has happened. You know, as we talked the earlier part that, if you watch all the games, fans, see how close they are now. You know, it used to be, is Duke in it? Is Kentucky in it? Is UCLA in it? Uh, you know, you, you had the, the basically the Blue Bloods, that, is Arkansas in it? You know, it, it, it's not going to be that way anymore. It's going to be who got the oldest players, who got the best money that can buy some of the best players, and you can have the weakest team, and then with two recruits can change that weakest team to one of the strongest teams. And so it, it, it's a new ball game. That's how I see it. You know, the team I think of when you talk about the transfer portal is Kansas State. I don't know how much you watch them, but their two starting guards were played at Little Rock and played at Arkansas. And those guys were older players, and they were terrific. And they took a team with a first-year coach from being picked last in the league to the Elite Eight. Is that something we could see a lot of in the future? I, I honestly believe that's going to happen. Oh, that's going to be just normal uh, before it's over with. I mean, it's like I said, it's everybody will usually have a brand-new team. Uh, I think, you know, they have to adjust to figure, figure out what it is that we need what it is that we can get, and go get those parts. Uh, it used to be a, a lot tougher, but with that NIL rule coming in, it gave everybody basically a chance to be in the Final Four. You know, you got Sweet 16, uh, the 16 C and T. Those teams are going to be tough to beat in the future, very tough to beat. They're not, they're, they're, after a while, I don't know if they can be able to number them. Hmm. Who's, the, who's the number 16 seed? Because it ain't going to mean anything. You can be the number 16 seed and win a national championship in the, in the next five, six, seven years. Really? You, you think a 16 yeah, seed can so. win? Wow. I think so. Goodness. That would be unusual. But, oh. but 
But look at this. What, look at this don't you think this season is unusual? Well, I think it's t- yeah, 16 would be may- maybe, but I don't know. You look at the four teams that are there, you've got a four, two fives, and a nine. They've never had a Final Four like this before, ever. No. That's what, that's what I'm saying is that it, it's going to get – you think that's bad. I don't – again, that may not be bad in the no, eyes. No, it's all right. And if, if the other people, they're thinking, wow, we got a chance now. Well, you really do. Well, Coach, this note may surprise you. I know you had a bunch of Burger King All-Americans, <laughs> but there is not a single former – McDonald's All-American, who will be suiting up in Houston this weekend for the semifinals. Not one. Doesn't that tell you something? Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what we're talking about. It's not about who puts who on a piece of paper that says he is the best player in the country. Who said that? Who, Who picks the best player in the country? Statistics? I mean, Stats do not measure the heart. That does not measure how tall you're going to get to grow to be. That does not measure the fact that you're going to dive on the floor after every loose ball. There's so many factors, and these guys are going to be able to get some of those kind of kids now, and it won't matter if you're a McDonald's All-American or, in my case, Burger King. The Burger King guys are going <laughs> to going to step on the McDonald's guys. <laughs> but as but soon think... as they get my 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 ballots in, I, I got to get them in. <laughs> <laughs> but from what you're saying, and and this is where I think we saw with Arkansas this year, they brought in three five star recruits. But once you start playing teams that have fourth year juniors who have been transferring to other schools, those veteran players have so many more much more experience. Sometimes the the great freshmen aren't able to beat those teams. Absolutely, Rick. I'd rather have a 24-year-old guy who, you know, he barely made the team than a superstar that's jumping out the gym and making jump shots. He has never been hit by one of those big guys. He's (laughs) never been pushed or shelled or intimidated. And the whole game changes. It's, it's about being a man. Uh, I remember Larry Johnson said, Coach, you better go get you some men. <laughs> I know, baby. I know exactly what you're saying. <laughs> That's how the game is played. Well, you, you think about probably the most physical guy on Arkansas's team was Kamani Johnson. Connecticut shoved him around like a paper doll. And uh, we, we didn't see that much this year, but it showed you how physical that Connecticut team was, which has a lot of – And the players. Big East. Yeah, that's right. Oh, that whole Big East is a monster. I got to watch most of those those games. It, every night it was like playing Batman, Superman. Uh, <laughs> shit, you had to play all the all the all the superstars. You know, uh, Mighty Mouse, and you know, it, it was every night. And, and I I feel that same way close to the Southeast Conference. Uh, you know, when you when when you get teams that can go in, I don't know how many teams that we have in there eight. Eight. Seven, eight. Mm-hmm. eight. God, I mean that's eight, eight. That's that's a that's a large number of teams to get into to the NCAA. Yeah, and three of them made the Sweet Sixteen, and none of them won a game in the Sweet Sixteen. Did that surprise you that at least somebody from the SEC didn't go further? Well, when you know you can look at it that way, and it's you know you you had a chance with three of them making it. 
but it didn't surprise me that it didn't. Why? Because they're not they're you're not playing the jersey anymore, the the, the, the favorites anymore. You're playing individuals who has their name on the back of their jerseys, and they not no. There's no such thing as being worried or afraid of playing a, 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 a say a North Carolina or a, a Duke, which have those names. Those, those names are not going to mean very much anymore. Mm-hmm. Well, look at you better you go get some players. Talk about Duke and North Carolina. They're from the ACC. The only ACC team there is Miami, and uh, there's no Big Ten teams at the Final Four either. And they also had eight teams in the NCAA. Yeah. So that does that mean that some of the teams that got to the finals, I mean, they got to the Sweet Sixteen and moved on to the Elite Eight, Final Four. Uh, does that mean they were able to get better players? Maybe so, but then you also have to ask the question, okay, Florida Florida Atlantic's in the Final Four. If they were in the SEC or the Big Ten, would they be in the Final Four? In other words, they may be great in their league, but would they have been good during the regular season in one of those leagues? You know, I I, I hesitate now, what I see, to say (laughs) I think I think I think we're looking at something that's going to be totally different. I think uh, those teams that you 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 get you you call them by the names like East Go West University, the North South, uh, Caribbean Junior Varsity, and they've got all these weird names, but they got players. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and people come into the game thinking, oh well, this is easy game. It's kind of like we we knock off KU. And to me, that's a championship game. That is the biggest game you're gonna play. Now, all of a sudden, you got to drop down, and you got to get re-geared, and you got to be reprogrammed. And that's the way I think it's gonna be constantly in the in the years to come. You, you, in other words, you you don't have a chance to take a breather if you're gonna try to win it all, mm-hmm. because one team can get two players. And, and make up for how many five superstars you got. Yeah. And you make a great point. Arkansas beat Kansas. I mean, they're jumping up and down. They're celebrating. It's almost like no win would have been bigger than that, which could have prevented them from being totally ready for the next game. You're right, Rick. It, it's, I know because I, I've been there and I've done that. Uh, you just uh, – you know, that's why I've always tried, tried, I didn't even get it done enough, enough, is to play each game on its own merit mm-hmm. as a game and, and, and forget that game when midnight came. Uh, that makes sense. The midnight game, but forget that game because it, it don't mean anymore anything other than you won it yesterday. Now, what are you going to do today? And so that's why I'm saying that most, most coaches and teams they start preparing. What are they preparing for? You should have been prepared to do what you have to do all through the year. And so why change those? And, and you start trying to change things, and you try to create things that, that you haven't done. And if you win and you're so excited and happy, well, that, that winning has got to go by <laughs> and get ready for the next game because one game, you go home. Every game is a championship game. Every game is a championship game. 
I don't know exactly. if this makes your point or not, Coach, but just for the uh, record, as the old saying goes, uh, CBS Sports went through and they looked at the <clears throat> rankings of the players before they went to the respective universities, and this ends up being a composite. So it's uh, all three of the different ranking services as one. Uh Interesting enough, the number four seed, UConn, this is the team that now everyone is saying is the favorite. I say is the favorite. They have they have the starting five plus four bench players. The highest rated player is Jordan Hawkins. And for good reason, that young man can shoot the rock. He is number 5051. Tristan Newton, one of their inside guys, he doesn't even have a rating. Caravan, 95. Andre Jackson, 53. Adamas Sonogo, 85. Aliane, the bench, off the bench, 366. Donovan Klingon, number 56. <laughs> Joey Calcaterra, number 432. And then Hassan Derrier, 80. Two, not one five star, period on UConn. It looked like they had a team of five stars the other night, even against Gonzaga. It's telling you, it's telling you the story that I, I get a real kick out of how people rate and rate these kids as five stars. You mm-hmm. know, we got four five stars, so I I don't care about no stars. Those those guys apparently, each one of those things you read off with those, they had no clue they ranked that. <laughs> they, God Almighty! If I'm a player and they come out with a rank and I'm fiftieth, and I think I'm three, <laughs> Jesus Christ! What an what a horrible way to, you know, it's just that analytical they have taken over the game. That you know, oh well, the reason they won is because they have. Uh, Six guys who who were five star, and they, who beat them? Six guys who who didn't even make the one hundred list. <laughs> didn't, didn't have a ranking at all, Coach. All right, let's let's talk with uh, Trey. Trey's got a question for you. Trey, good afternoon. You got a question or comment for Coach Nolan Richardson? Can you turn your radio down, please? Okay, yes, sir. Okay, yeah, I got a question about what Coach was saying that. You know, do you think that the parity is hurting and a small college might just win a championship one day? Yep. That's what I'm saying. You know, the thing that I, that I enjoy, I, I watched the, the, the Division Two championship basketball game. That Division Two team that won the national championship has would have a great chance of winning Division One basketball championship. Everything is different. I mean, now the, the times have changed. They scored 100 and some points against 101, 102 points. And most people say, oh, they don't play no defense. They play tremendous defense. <laughs> you know? And, and so it, it, it's not about a red star or a blue star or a five star or a three star. No, parity is here. And it's here and it's here to stay. But the transfer portal allows that, though, you know? With the NIL deals mm-hmm. and then people don't get chances, 
and they go to other schools right. and then they shine. You know, I'll sit back and listen, y'all. Thank you, Trey. Yes, right. yes, sir. So you do think a smaller school? Of course, we thought Florida Atlantic. I think on one of the TV commentators said a small school, maybe in basketball stature, but they do have 30,000 students, mm-hmm. so it's not like they're a small school. But you're talking about a program yeah. maybe that hasn't had that kind of recognition could win a national championship. Yes. And, and what does 30,000 or 1,000, what that's got to do with basketball? <laughs> it's, oh, it's that's small. a big school. That's a, they they got uh, 50,000 people. So what that means? They're going to play 50,000 people against my <laughs> five? It doesn't. It doesn't, it, it, that doesn't strike a bell to me. I'm saying, why Why would they bring up this little bitty school? Hell, the most, some of the best-playing teams in the country don't have a whole hell of a lot of students. I don't think, I don't think Butler, I don't think Coach Butler, I don't think Gonzaga, Chicago no. Loyal, I don't think those all are schools that's got 30,000 they're, they're, they're looking for students right now as we talk. <laughs> I mean, it's... It, I don't get I don't get carried away with the, them telling me how many how many students a university have and that's why they're so good. That, that's not true. Well, if you, if you got the three best players <laughs> and and they got forty that are not any good, well, your three best players gonna be that forty. Well, yeah. The the point is, no matter how many students you have and you're rolled. You get, you still get thirteen scholarships. Yeah, period. That's what you get, yeah. So, yeah, period. That's yeah. it. That's right, gentlemen. We got another caller for Coach. Let's talk to Brian. Brian, good afternoon. You have a question to comment for Coach Richardson? Yes, uh, I agree with you uh, talking about, you know, second, third year players. <clears throat> you'd rather have these good freshmen if you can keep them on campus. They can turn into those players. Do you think as NIL goes along that more and more superstar freshmen will stay in college a little longer before they go pro? Thank you, Brian. In in an insane world, or a sane world, I guess, uh, staying in school would be the number one thing that everybody should be preaching for our kids to get a quality education. Mm -hmm. But that's, that's that's not the way it works because there's a possibility that staying in school might keep you from having the opportunity to make enough money to survive your family. It's, it's easy to sit in the White House on the ivory tower and look down and make all the decisions to the person who's got to have He's got kids. He's got to get out to help his parents. He's got to, it's always something he's got to do necessary and, and, plan on any level to make money is where it's all about. And so all these kids are praying and hoping and their parents are the same way. They're not concerned about the education right now. They're concerned about the the, the possibility of how much this young man will be able to to bring to the table. That's the tough part. Yeah. Because you know, if you if you if you if you look at it through the kid's eyes and you look through a poor parent's eye, that same that picture don't resonate the way it would because you're saying they need to stay in school. The question would be 
If they need to stay in school, what for? They go to school. That's what they're going to school, get education. But I know people, and my daughter's included, has two degrees and don't have the job that she got her degrees in. Yeah. You know, so the key is the window of opportunity only lasts so long. You can always get a degree. You can be 85 years old. They don't stop you from getting degrees. But I guarantee you, you try to play basketball when you're 40. It's over with, and it's, and it's over with way before then. So the window of opportunity doesn't allow you to stay in school. Now, you don't make it? Go try it. Get back, get back in classes. Get back in school. Be a be an athlete to start off with is what we all are, and we can become students, not a student athlete. They, they don't go as students because then they wouldn't be leaving school so easy. They go as athletes that we hope we can turn into students. Coach, hang tight. We got another segment with you. Hang tight. That is Coach Nolan Richardson. Thanks to Slim Chickens. Drive Time Sports will continue. You've got Drive Time Sports locked in on the Buzz Radio Network. Here is Randy Rainwater. Drive Time Sports here on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. Before we go back to Coach Nolan Richardson, I want to talk to you about my friends at Double B's. A lot of great places to work. How about Double B's? Go to DoubleBees.com and apply online. Now, Double B's has different delis and different food options and other things that vary from store to store. However, one of my favorites is the BB Caps location that has the Chester's Chicken and the Big Rock Pizza. Why? Because I love chicken and I love pizza. So those two combinations, they make me happy a bunch. In fact, uh, I realize we are entering now the spring season, but if you're looking for a gift, maybe graduation gift, what's a better gift to give to a young man or young lady who's got that automobile? How about an Exxon or Phillips 66 gift card? Be perfect uh, for a graduation gift. And don't forget, ask your Double B's cashiers about signing up for a rewards card where you can save money on purchases at all stores. In fact, Double B's has 32 locations across our great state. It's Double B's. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go make it Double B's. It's time for Rolling with Nolan on Drive Time Sports with Coach Nolan Richardson. Brought to you by Slim Chickens. There's lots of places to get chicken, but there's only one Slim's. Serving Central Arkansas and now open in Cabot and Jacksonville. Coach, if I can offer you some friendly advice. If you haven't been to Slim Chickens yet and tried the Honey Hot Wings or the California Gold Wings... You're missing a treat because they are outstanding. And you can have uh, all sorts of dipping sauces with it. Combine that with French fries. Maybe you want to throw in some tenders to go along with it. But uh, I tell you, Coach, I hope, hopefully you'll get an opportunity to try out those Slim Chickens, those um, Honey Gold, uh, our California Gold, and the Honey Hot Wings. Do you like wings? 
and I've eaten, I've eaten not all the ones you just named, but the honey, yes. They are absolutely delicious. You had to have loved, back in the day, spicy food. Does that still follow you? Still do. Still do. That's my problem. <laughs> I love spicy food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Some of that uh, El Paso food that I've had to eat in times past, I needed a fire extinguisher. Uh, it, was... it can get pretty hot. I, I've noticed, though, Randy, that uh, the peppers are not as hot coming out this year <laughs> as they normally. And, you know, I usually buy quite a bit of few peppers, and they're just not as hot. Something, something mm. wrong. <laughs> now, why do you think that? I, I don't know. Climate change, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best. That's the best reason I think I've ever heard. Okay. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's changed. It's, it's changing on everything. You know. Yeah, that's a that's a new line they can use. Pepper cooling. <laughs> Goodness. <laughs> It is hard for me, Coach, to eat any food without – I love jalapenos, so I've got to make sure. Oh, yeah. And uh, when I go to uh, uh, to eat out, I want as much of that uh, hot sauce and uh, mix it with some great cheese dip, and I can make that into a meal all by itself. I just finished eating. Now I'm hungry again. <laughs> All right, Coach, here's a question for you by way of our Asher Record Service company. Mike says, Coach, did Jonathan Modica play for you, and where is he now? Always felt he was one of the best and never got the recognition as a former hog. Didn't he play for Pelfrey a little couple of years? Well, or no, what, it, I, I recruited I recruited Jonathan. He, okay. he was there, with, but he never got to play for me. And, and and you're right. It's doctor. He's a doctor now. Yeah, that's what I heard. I think he's got his PhD. Yeah. And there was no question. He was just. Uh, I mean, he was probably the best player on that team the following year as a freshman. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he had for me a, a brilliant career with the university. But yes, I uh, quite a few days I run up there to see him play uh, in, in high school, but. Uh, I don't know exactly what he's doing, but I know he was one of our top five or six recruits that year. I had Iguodalo with that group. I mean, Iggy needed a piggy, and we were his, his, his choice. And we had just gotten J.J. Sullinger. He was a freshman coming back. So we, we had we were loaded for some bear the next year. And Jonathan was, was one of those guys we would have been counting on. He played for Stan Heath. I'm yeah, he played for Stan. I'm not sure he played all four years for Stan. You know, Jonathan, what some may not realize, Coach, he was a heck of a football player. Right. Uh, there's a, a young man in Pine Bluff named Courtney Crutchfield, who I think can be a high D1 basketball, but he's already getting a bunch of high D1 offers to play wide receiver in football. But I remember Jonathan – I mean, that was a man by the time he was yeah. 17, 18 years old. Yeah. Yeah, he was strong as a bull. God, he, yeah, he was. Uh, and and I'm, I'm so happy and proud of him because he, he not only did he get his degree, he got his doctorate on top of that. And that's pretty strong. Super impressive. 
So is he last... still in uh, Smackov, or do we know where he's residing? No, the, the last I can find in uh, May of 2011, uh, and I can remember this, he was named Assistant Director of Development uh, for the University of Arkansas. Not for athletics, but for the university. That's, that's a big, big deal. And that was in 2011, so I knew he was doing that for a while, but that's been, what, 12 years now, so I'm not sure what he's if he's still doing that uh, currently or if he's doing something else. Okay, I wouldn't know. I, I can't answer either. That's an interesting question, I guess. Coach, this uh, the NBA and the Players Association are trying to consummate a deal about this Friday. If not, they'll have to uh, get an extension for 60 more days. Are you for or are you against returning to a plan where players can jump to the draft directly from high school, doing away with this one and done? You know, I haven't followed it that much as they clearly don't know the ins and outs of, of anything. And I I hate to give them my opinion if I don't haven't thought it all the way through. I haven't really paid that much attention to it because I guess it's going to do what's going to be done is what's going to be done. And, and I, I want to sit back and see if I was right. Think about, what is it, 60 60- two players or 64 players are drafted or 60, whatever it is. Uh, uh-huh. <clears throat> that How many are going to come straight out of high school and be ready to go? Three or four? There's still going to be plenty of good players for college basketball, wouldn't you agree? Uh, yeah. I, I, like I said, I, have, I didn't I don't have that number. I didn't know that that, that was going to be that uh, uh, cutoff or anything. I, I just didn't I don't. I really don't follow the NBA, what they're doing, and how they have changed. They changed the face of basketball uh, from the standpoint of the young man uh, going to school and, and trying, as I would say, to get a, a degree of education of some sort. If it, it if anything that can help his progress. Or go, you know, and make a living. I'm for that. If it's if it's for him to get leave and go because that's what he has to do, I'm for that. If he doesn't, I'm for that. You don't need it. So, so you know, I, I, it's kind of like being happy, happy. You know, my grandkids they come over. I'm happy as can be, and when they leave, I'm happy again because they're gone. <laughs> Pretty so cool, they call me yeah. Grandpa Happy Happy. You better yeah. believe it. <laughs> so, you know, damned if you do it, damned if you don't. That, that, that's bottom line now. Huh. i got to watch it. I, I, hope that, uh, I hope it works out the way they, they think it will. Okay, you've been watching all these teams play. Let's take the final four teams, and let's just name them, and you tell us what you are impressed by and – how you would maybe uh, attack each one of them. And let's start with Connecticut. They're, so right now they're kind of the favorite. What do you think of Connecticut? And if you were coaching oh, against man. them, what would you think? I've watched them, I've watched them quite a bit. They, they, they have come on so strong. It looked like they went through a period there that they were just an average little basketball. 
But all of a sudden, uh, uh, a, re- a rejuvenation of energy and quickness, and you know, they 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 don't they look fresher than most of the teams going down the stretch. And so I I think I think they be something to reckon with. They they execute well. They got really good shooting, uh, but uh, they they're beatable. Everybody I think is. they'll they'll be in there. Okay, their their first game is against Miami. What what impresses you about Miami? What do you think of them? I like the way to coach Dan after they win. <laughs> <laughs> and he's seventy three years old. I think he is. Yeah, he? I, I I eat that up. I said, get him, man. Coach, we got it going, Hawk, because uh, you, you got your players of believing. I mean, you know. They they are a very good basketball team, very good, and and they do a lot of things that that you know I'm not a a strong believer just trying to grind out a, a two point shot because every you struggle for every shot, but they they seem to go ahead and get it down the floor and take a look at their shots when they're available. And I like that in a team. So Miami is there's one of those teams that. Who would have thought they'd be in the Final Four a mm-hmm. month ago? Who'd have thought you know? it with ten minutes to go against Texas? You know that that's yeah. that's because Texas was really good at the end of the year. Very they, good. And so very good. That was a they very impressive a very win team. for Miami. Yeah. yeah. How, Who's the other how, one? how do you think they did that? By the way, if you as you were watching, what sparked their comeback against Texas? You know, it's like anything that, that they do from the standpoint of playing the game. Uh, momentum is the name of the game, and, yeah. and and it seems to me that they they got to a point where they they weren't weren't attacking or being aggressive enough to put the game away. They, you know, sometimes yeah. you you yeah. you think you got enough, and, and you don't have enough because you stop playing, and the opponent starts to play. Yeah, and they, and he they're doing. So you got two forces going opposite of each other, and the one that takes control is the one that usually wins the basketball game. I think you're right. You could see that look on Texas players' face when the game was over. They couldn't believe it. Okay, well, <laughs> we'll talk about the other two teams when we come back. It's Slim Sanity at Slim Chickens, featuring a head-to-head matchup of two new wing flavors. Get some saucy sweet heat, honey hot, a glaze of honey mixed with maple and smoldering cayenne, or that tangy southern taste of Carolina gold, a zesty rich southern sauce with a subtle kick. Try them with a meal or feed your hungry crowd. Delicious additions to the house wing flavors lineup. Celebrate 20 years of Slim's with a birthday cheesecake jar dessert. Only at Slim Chickens. Drive Time Sports and the Buzz Radio Network. About to wrap it up with Coach Nolan Richardson. I'm Randy Rainwater, joined by Rick Schaefer. It's time for Rolling with Nolan on Drive Time Sports with Coach Nolan Richardson. Brought to you by Slim Chickens. There's lots of places to get chicken, but there's only one Slim's. Serving Central Arkansas and now open in Cabot and Jacksonville. And, Rick, if you would, before we go back to Coach Richardson, would you talk about the Yvonne Richardson Foundation? Which has been doing great work for families all over the state of Arkansas, needy families, 
for years and years and years. You, you just think about how long Nolan was a coach and how long he's lived here since coaching. That is a long time. He, he came here in 1985, and um, daughter passed away a couple years later. Shortly after that, the Yvonne Richardson Foundation was started. So over 30 years, it's been an operation helping families in need. And you can still do that. Obviously, Coach doesn't have the visibility he did when he was the head coach at Arkansas. And so that's why uh, private donations are needed more than ever to help people that are in need. You can send a check to the Yvonne Richardson Foundation. Send it to 4057 North Humount, H-U-G-H-M-O-U-N-T Road, Fayetteville, Arkansas, 72704. Coach is going to be with us one more week, so we only get one more chance to talk about that. And I hope some of our listeners who are very generous with so many other charities will help out uh, Coach Richardson. Again, he gets no personal benefit from this. It's all for needy families. And uh, the sponsorship from Slim Chickens, that money is donated to the Yvonne Richardson Foundation as well. So we hope that many of our listeners will help out. All right. Anything uh, Anything else you want to add to that, Coach? Just making sure that I thank my, some of the key guys that have helped us so much, and with Stevenson, Karen Biggs, and John David Lindsay, and he's one of my major sponsors, Steve Smith and Alan Dunnabyer, and even Coach Mike Anderson is what it looked like. He's just in there and helped out quite a bit. Wayne Bryant, you know, there's there's so many that I could thank. Uh, your major spank, thank, uh, givers has really helped. Uh, I, and I appreciate and want to thank the ones who have donated and in and, 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 and her honor. And that's one of the things that probably, as long as I, I can uh, survive and do the things I need to do to make other people a little bit more aware of health, uh, I want to be able to do that. So thank thank. I want to thank uh, Randy and Rick for, for, for doing the promoting of the Yvonne Richardson uh, charity. Thank, thank all of you that has been a part of it. You know, Coach, that's many, many, many years ago. You were in his second year as Arkansas coach when Yvonne passed away, but <clears throat> you never expect to lose a child, and I'm guessing to this day very difficult to get over that, is it not? Oh, yes, that, that was... That was one of the things that I, I thought of uh, when when we played the final game uh, in '95, uh, uh, being being named having a courageous award, mm-hmm. and to see her in, in most of the, the the tape or the film that was given, it really just uh, it shut down the anger or the I call it butterflies in your stomach that you get you getting ready for a game. I used to be able to get ready for games. I couldn't that particular day. And so if you're not, uh, you know, but that's why I had told her the year before when we did win it, this one's for you. And hopefully I can get another one for you. Got but close. It's, it's something very close. Yeah. Got very close. close. Do you think, okay, so in recent years, there have only been two repeaters, and the most recent one was Florida. In light of our conversation today, do you think anybody <laughs> will ever repeat when back-to-back national championships again? I think it's going to get tougher because of what is happening 
now because you don't never know. You know, you, you kind of felt, hey, this team, if they hold their own, they can win it all. Uh, I'm not sure that can you can say that anymore. Uh, you know, Rick, it, it takes 12 games to win two national championships, and yeah. we're 11 and one. Yeah, that's right. You know, <laughs> that's quite a few. You know, that's quite a few NCAA victories back to yep. back to back. Yes, it is. And 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 so to able to do that, you got to win twelve games. Twelve, once you know, six each year. So it, it, it's not, it's going to be a chore for someone to be able to do that. Well, that when you put it that way, that makes it sound even more difficult. Okay, yeah. so the, the two we haven't talked about yet, you, you've watched uh, in the NCAA tournament. Florida Atlantic has got to be the biggest surprise there. What do you think about Florida Atlantic? Uh, you know, I like the, the Cinderella kind of team. You know, uh, you know, uh, I, you know it's – you think their bubble will bust one time, but they got the same kind of players that everybody else got. So why should – the only reason – if they were to put on their chest some other name than other than Florida Atlantic, but the people who play against them game in and game out in their conference, they know who they are. Yeah. <laughs> and so, and so I would put it past them to end up playing in the final of the, of the tournament. Like I said, it's, it's going to be an unusual, an unusual four. But I'm, I guess I'll go. Your, your heart goes one way and your money goes the other, and I don't have any money. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, uh, you know, those guys who, who can do what Atlanta did, finish the, finish the dream. You know, the dream is there. You, all you got to do is finish it. But I'm, I'm, I'll be pulling to see if they can't finish it. Well, they'll be finishing it, trying to finish it against another, you could call them Cinderella team, San Diego State. Another team yeah. in the final four for the first time. What do you think of them? Oh, that that is that. Well, again, it doesn't surprise me of, of how good of players they have. They, they got some good players. Uh, every team that you talked about and mentioned have good players, and, and good players play the game. You know, it, it ain't it ain't about great coaching. It's good being able to have good players making decisions with the basketball, being able to, to go and do some of the things that, that that you have been working on all year. You're hoping that they start, it pays off. And, and San Diego State has been a workaholic-type basketball team. So, you know, it's kind of like throw up a coin and whatever it, whatever it goes to, that's going, who's going to win the basketball game, who's going to win the final, who's going to be the final four winner. You know, Arkansas that, beat them. that close to me. It's going to be yeah. close, I believe. Arkansas beat them in overtime in Maui in, uh, in a heated game. That's the one Kamani Johnson got the rebound basket to get it into overtime mm-hmm. at, at the buzzer. Mm-hmm. So Arkansas knew early how good that team was. Well, I'm sure yeah. will, you watch, will you watch both games and will you watch the championship game and, and what will you be looking for? Uh, you know, I have a the TV. I just I go from – Watch another, and then pop back over to see what's going on in the other one. And one that seems to be a little bit more interested in the other one, then I'll stick with that one. You know, I, I'm glad I'm at home. I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. If I don't like what I see, I just go to the other channel. You know, but here, 
you not have to worry about it because you know one game after another one. I won't have to do any flip flopping. It one you know one game will be played, then the next game played. Now you get into the final two. Coach, if you had a chance to watch any of the ladies play, Caitlin Clark put on a oh. all time performance through the night for the Iowa Best Ball. player in the world. Oh, my goodness. Best, best, best player in the world. Is that is that the girl from Iowa? The girl, yes. the lady from Iowa, 41 points, 10 rebounds, 12 assists. Best player in the world. Not in the, not in the USA. I'm, and I ain't talking about – I'm talking about men and women. She's the best I've ever seen. There is wow. no – there's no, you know, I saw where the two birds is very good. You know, I've been blessed because at least I got, I know some of these characters, Rossi, you know, played again. I, I don't know what I was doing, but I was out there. So, <laughs> so I, 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 watching this young lady, what she can do is unbelievable. I mean, she's the best. Now I'll watch her any day of the week. Play. I think Friday. I think she's going to play against South Carolina. South Carolina should be a heck of a well, let's game. Let's see if they can stop her. I, 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 let's see. Let's see who can stop her. Coach, yeah, as always, a pleasure. Thank you, Coach. That's Coach Nolan Richardson. See you next Again, week. one one more time with the coach.